trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Please contact your account representative for more information on these risks. Past performance is not indicative of future results. If you like grain markets and other stuff, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff Podcast. Here's your host, Joe Baklovic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff Podcast. Thanks for coming back. It is Wednesday, August 12th. It is about 1230 Central Time as I speak here this afternoon. USDA released its monthly crop report about an hour and a half ago. I figured I'd do a quick summary for you. This will not be a long episode, but I wanted to uh, just kind of run through the numbers, let you uh, know what I think here and, and give you kind of a general summary. Uh, we'll start off with the corn. USDA did raise the corn yield number as expected. We went from 178 last month up to 181.8 this month. That's an increase of 3.3 bushels per acre uh, nationally. That's what's being projected here. And uh, that number, that 181.1, it was a little bit above expectations, but not a shock to me, not a shock to the trade, I don't think by any means. But uh, we are now looking at a record corn yield and a record uh, national corn crop. 15.278 billion is the uh, the crop that's being estimated. That's up 278 million bushels from last month. Now, the, the good thing here is that we did see USDA increase its demand projections. They increased the... Uh, uh, projection for, for feed usage during the new crop marketing year by 75 million bushels, and they increased the projection for exports during the new crop marketing year by 75 million bushels. And uh, that brings total usage up, uh, the projection for total usage up by 150 million. Keep in mind, this is for the new crop marketing year, which has not even started yet. It starts on, on September 1st, and it ends August 31st of next year. So these are projections, but uh, the projections are pretty good. You've got total usage uh, for U.S. corn pegged at 14.775 billion, which is not the best on record, but I believe it's the second best on record if it comes to fruition behind, uh, I think it was 2017 or 2018. So we're, we're penciling in an awfully good demand scenario here while, while at the same time penciling in a record crop. Um, I think there are some things that could shift on the demand side of the balance sheets and, and I don't know how they'll shift, but ethanol is the big thing that sticks out to me because like I talked about in yesterday's pre- preview, we don't know what this COVID situation with these lockdowns, uh, we don't know what that's going to look like uh, during the next 13 months. We could be driving at a normal pace or even an, an exaggerated pace um, if if these lockdowns end. And uh, on the contrary, if the lockdowns continue, if this thing continues for another six, seven, eight months, um, the ethanol number could be too high. So that would be one of the big swing items that I'd look for. Uh, the export number did go up, as I said, and exports, they've, they've got a nice number penciled in here, uh, but it's not a record export number by any means. We exported more corn, um, I think in 2018. Um, I think we also exported more corn in 20. 17 did a ton of export business those couple of years. So despite the fact that USDA increased the export number, it could go up even more if these type of, of sales continue, if this pace continues, if China comes in for more beans. But at the end of the day, corn carry out for the end of the new crop marketing year, and I'm talking just US here, 2.756 uh, billion bushels. That is not bullish 
But at the same time, a lot of that had been priced into the market prior today. Uh, you're still going to be looking, I believe, at the highest uh, stocks to use ratio for the United States since I think 2004. So it's it's not a great situation by any means. But I think relative to what the trade uh, had had discounted prior to the report, this is not a surprise. And that's why the futures are trading higher, uh, despite all this negative stuff I'm telling you about here. Um, when we go on to the soybeans, we saw the yield number increase by quite a bit more than what was expected. Uh, the yield number went up three and a half bushels versus last month to 53.3. And uh, that's a big number. That's a record yield number. And they've got the crop pegged at 4.425 uh, billion bushels, which I believe is a record or a near record. So very, very big soybean crop being anticipated. Now, as with corn, uh, USDA increased its demand numbers on the balance sheets. They uh, raised the crush number by 20 million. They raised the forecast for exports by 75 million. So uh, total soybean usage is projected to be record high this year at 4.445 billion. So as with corn, we've got um, a very big crop, but we've got a very uh, strong looking demand picture uh, being projected here. Uh, your ending stock, 610, that's pretty big. And uh, that's not really friendly from these sort of price levels. Now, as with corn, you could see the demand numbers shift a little bit. Um, I'm actually worried that the crush number could slip. They're projecting record crush, and there are things that could change that could affect that. Uh, the export number, again, could go either way, but I, I know that the U.S. is going to be the only game in town here for exports, um, really, until South American harvest. So, soybeans, um, you know, big bearish-looking yield number, uh, a, a bearish-looking but not as bearish yield number in the corn. This is why I talked about yesterday. I, I, I talked about how I don't spend any time or, or very, very little time trying to guess what the yield numbers are going to be. If you would have, have guessed ahead of this report, that the bean yield was going to be 53.3 above the upper end of expectations from the trade, you probably would have said, I need to sell beans ahead of the report. And if you would have sold beans ahead of the report, you'd be underwater by eight cents. The, the board is eight cents higher as I speak here an hour and 45 minutes after the report. So um, not only is, is guessing this stuff or attempting to guess this stuff an exercise in futility, because most of the time you're going to be wrong. Even if you were to guess correctly on a consistent basis, it would not help you out in terms of your marketing or trading in the vast majority of situations. So that is why my opinion, and, and it's it's been this way for a long time, is, is that you shouldn't really spend much time trying to guess what's going to happen in the report because it may steer you in the wrong direction in, in many, many situations, not all situations by any means. So that's kind of the situation on corn and soybeans. We've got a higher trade here at midday. It's, it's not a bad action. Um, I was hoping this would be kind of a buy the rumor, sell the fact deal. And that's kind of what it looks like right now. We, we uh, sold the market on the rumor or the idea that we were going to see some really big yield numbers. And uh, now the market's up um, on, on the confirmation of it. So that's a good action. I'd love to see some follow through. I don't think we're out of the woods yet by any means. I mean, this is not a big spike higher. It's it's just a, a higher trade following the report. So uh, we hope we can find some follow through here, maybe find some short covering in the corn market, maybe find another story here, uh, ideally on the demand side that'll help us out um, uh, moving forward. So that's my quick take on the corn soybean situation uh, for the United States and the report uh, today. If you have any questions about that, I'm sure I left something out. I'm kind of doing this in a hurry here today. Info at standardgrain.com. 
standardgrain.com is my email address. Go ahead, shoot me an email. If you'd like some help with your grain marketing, go to standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan. Check out that subscription service. If uh, if you're looking for some some actionable advice, I tell you when how specifically, what percentage I'm pricing, which crop year I'm pricing. Um, I keep score of it every day in my email. You'll get that email every day at 6.30 Central Time. You get my text message service with marketing alerts. Um, check that out. 49 bucks a month. Cancel it anytime. You can't beat that deal. Everyone have a great day. Uh, we'll catch you later in the week.